0: Today, we're going to start the second half of this Torah, which we started speaking about the Kavod of Hashemit Bach, the Ten Sayings. And now Rabban is going to tie this idea full circle. Starting with the word Veda. And uh, pay attention to this section. Because in is going to reveal a lot and lot of secrets. This lesson is very, very deep. And those who um, don't merit to understand it. Because this Torah this goes infinitely deep. May we pray to understand it even better and better. And to apply the advice here. Because it's tremendous, tremendous advice. Ravenu says, "V'dano ki mochin shel eretz Yisrael know that the mentalities of the land of Israel hemchinat Noam. They represent this pleasantness. Umochin shel chutzaret hemachinat chovlim, and the mentalities of the, the, the diaspora represent chovlim, those people who damage. Kemoshekatu, but it says in Zechariah chapter eleven, le'achad karati Noam Mulachad karati chovlim. To one I've called." Noam, pleasantness, and to one have called chovlim, damagers. Meaning, Rabban was saying that which one is it referencing in Zechariah? Rabban was teaching us that it's what. Noam is representative of the mochin of Eretz Israel. That is the one that Hashem is referencing over there in Zechariah, and the one which is referencing as damagers is the mochin of, men, of uh, the diaspora of outside the land of Israel. The Gemara Sanedrin, page twenty-four. Noam. When it says no these are the Talmudic scholars of the land of Israel. that who are pleasant to one another in debating halacha. Um, and we discussed this idea relatively last uh, in last podcast about this idea of the, the difference between the Talmud and the Talmud, in which uh, of the of and Babel. Uh, this idea. So the Gemara Sanhedrin. That Noam is a reference to those scholars in the land of Israel because they are pleasant to each other when they discuss and debate in halakha. And khoblim, the damagers are Elu Talmidecha Chamish, These are the Talmidecha Chamim outside the land of Israel <speaking in Hebrew> who assault each other in halakha. It's a very different perspective in the way of studying. And the Ikar Ha'olada, who are Noam adds that the essential birthing. The essential revelation is through that Noam Ha'Elyon. It's through that supernal pleasantness. Because it's from the supernal Noam, the supernal splendor, that what? The flames of love are awakened. As brought down in Tikkun Ezo'ar, Tikkun 16 the flames of love, and these flames of love are what bring a birth. As it says in Shmuel Bet, chapter 1, you were uh, you were most pleasant to me. Your love was more wonderful to me than woman's love. Meaning what? That through this supernal pleasantness, you this love awakens. This love that's even greater than this. This love of woman. <speaking in Hebrew> These are the flames of love. <speaking in Hebrew> that through this come this this birthing. <speaking in Hebrew> and now, pay attention to this. The Noah Ma'alyon, this supernal pleasantness, <speaking in Hebrew> it's constantly flowing lekabel but Rabbi says it's flowing. But how do you grab it? you need a vessel to grab it? Because the 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 noam which is constantly flowing, needs a vessel to rest in. So we need a vessel to accept this shefa, this abundance of noam elyon. no shalidetz takah se hakli lekabel alda noam noamalyon. shelovindi chrimuta. Rabenu says it's through tztaka, it's through charity that a person creates a vessel with which to receive the flames of love from this Noam alayon. Kittaka yinedivut lev, because tztaka represents the generosity of the heart. As we're going to see in the verse, Kemoshkatu, it says in Shemot chapter 25, ish, from every person, asher as his heart urges him, you shall take my donation. We see nid nidivut alev, the generosity of the heart, meaning each and every person should give according to the generosity of his heart. Undivut lev and this generosity of the heart, meaning that you have a heart that is opened up and it's benevolent. It's not a heart of stone, it's a heart of flesh. But through this you open up the pathways of the heart. Now you create a vessel within your heart to accept the flames of love which stem and draw down from this supernal pleasantness. And now, Rabbi is going to describe the differences in charity. There's a tzakah, there's the charity of the land of Israel and there's a charity outside the land of Israel. And the essential thing is what? The charity of the land of Israel. That through this charity of the land of Israel you create this vessel to receive this noam Because we said the noam stems from Eretz Israel. Those that are in the land of Israel. As we said above. So the essence has to do with Eretz Yisrael. And once you receive that Yon, through that vessel, once you give the tzedakah, in the aspect of Eretz Yisrael, through this you create this holada, this birthing. And this is what it brought down in Hosea chapter 10. Plant for yourselves charity, tzedakah. What does that I mean? Because what is the old planting? It's this idea of zera, It's this idea of seed. Of birthing something. Because the essence of creating something, to birth something, is through charity. And this is what it says in Bereshit chapter 37. Rabbanu gives us the secret behind this verse. These, this is the offspring of Yaakov Yosef. These are the offsprings of Yaakov Yosef. The descendants of Yaakov Yosef. What did that mean? <speaking in the language> meaning that the essence of birthing and offspring comes through Yaakov and Yosef. Ki Yaakov because Yaakov represents Tzaka. And It says in Tehilim, chapter 99, You execute justice and charity in Yaakov, meaning charity exists within the aspect of Yaakov. and the essence of birthing. And through that charity above. Which is that vessel with which to receive the shefa, the abundance of that supernal pleasantness, as we said above. And what did Yosef do? Yosef represents the norm, the pleasantness. And we will explain further, uh, I will, as we will explain very soon, um, in, uh, in a few lines. The Al now continues, and through that birthing, what's that birthing we're talking about? Whenever more people come into the world, when we give birth to more human beings, when those women give birth to more human beings, and when we said what happened, when, whenever that happened, we said that the Kavod of Hashem is exalted. When we increase the population of these people, we increase the glory of Hashem more and more. And this is what it's brought down. All the seed of Yaakov glorify Him. Glorify Hashem. Meaning what? Because through that birthing, which is done through Yaakov, because it's the seed of Yaakov. And why seed? Because it falls in beautifully to that verse in Hosea. We said, Plant for yourself that seed of charity. Meaning it's through charity that creates that ability to have that offspring. Charity. So it's all the seed of Yaakov The descendants of Yaakov Because Yaakov has So it's he He is the one responsible For all these descendants For all these people For all the birthing in the world It is the seed of Yaakov Which glorify God Because it's through that birthing Which is created Through the the aspect of Yaakov Who represents charity And It's through this That they glorify God Because What it's saying in the verse Kabduhu it's the aspect of Kavod. Because now the glory of Hashem has been exalted. The Kabduhu, glorify Him, honor Him. Because the Kavod of Hashem has been raised. And, then, and now when that Noah is now shofea, it's flowing through that vessel that was created through the tztaka, for the sake of this birthing that we said above. Meaning when that, 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 now that the shefa has a vessel with which to flow into through that zakka that we gave biga bkhinata noamalyon who amokin mikal nispa kayadua and also not only that the noamalyon which are the mentalities we said receive menishpa and it is further influenced od milamayoter from even higher above kayadua says no So when that happens, then those mentalities of the diaspora, which represent damagers, they also succumb and they fall into the generality of the mentalities of the land of Israel. Which represents the supernal pleasantness. In order to be rectified through that, those mentalities of the land of Israel because it's when the kavod of Hashem is flowing and when that Noah Ma'alion is flowing down into that vessel that that is the ultimate time for the rectification of the mentality of the diaspora to be be brought down for them to be rectified because the essential damage and blemish within the mentalities of the Diaspora comes through that blemish and glory. And through that blemish and glory, now they're no longer able to sustain themselves and nourish themselves from the mentalities of the land of Israel. And then literally they're left alone. They become its own sect of mentalities of the Diaspora, but they don't have any influence from Israel. And that is their essential damage. As we said, about And that is and this is what it brought down in Mishle chapter 13, he who mocks a word will be damaged thereby. one who mocks and uh, disgraces a davar, this word. he will have damage done to him. What is baz One who uh, mocks this word. meaning shame. this is the opposite of kavod, of glory. Baz comes from the word which means ridicule, which is the opposite of glory. So baz davar, it's the opposite of glory, it's it's shame. Al when the shame exists, it's a damage to him. What do we say is damaging? The damagers, we said in the verse in Zechariah, To one thing God called no, to the other He called damagers. Meaning once there's shame and there's no glory. Meaning there's been a blemish and glory. What happened? The khutla, the the mochin of chutlah, it stays chutlaq, it has no influence from Marat Israel. Now it's damaging to him. Meaning, what? Now all that remains is uh is, a, is a destruction damage. Because all there, there is Is the mentality of, the land of, of outside the land of Israel, which represent damage or skill they become a because through the blemish and glory, these mentalities remain in the aspect of Chovlim, which are these mentalities outside the land of Israel. The result of all this is that the essential damage of these mentalities of the diaspora is through the blemish and glory. And Rabbanu is repeating this to teach us the importance of this. Is it's been a blemish in God's glory. And now that the no is flowing down through that vessel which was created through tztaka in order to give birth to all those Nishamot, and once those Nishamot are born into the world, there's a revelation in God's glory. That, that is the essential time of the rectification of the mentalities of the diaspora. Because now that the revelation of Kavod has been awakened, now they can be rectified. The way that they've been damaged was through the blemish and glory. And therefore... When this supernal pleasantness is flowing properly, because of those neshamot which have been born, as then those mentalities of the outside land of outside the land of Israel, which are the damagers, then they almost fall into the mentalities of the land of Israel, which represent this Noah to be rectified through that noah. Through that pleasantness, of Hashem And we see this. Hidden inside the verse in Tehilim. Chapter 16. (laughs) Parcels have fallen to me in the most pleasant places. (laughs) Meaning, we can already see what is telling us. (laughs) What's (laughs) the damagers? Shina flu that have fallen been in the pleasant places, meaning in the mochin of Israel. Because we just said above, those damages which represent the Mohin of the outside land of Israel, which have been blemished because there's been a blemish in Kavod, because people take for the Kavod themselves and etc. What happens? Whenever these Nishamot are born. then these mentalities of the diaspora fall into the Ne'imim, into the pleasant places, meaning what? Into the mentalities of Eret Israel, which represent Noam, the pleasantness. Kedeli <speaking in Hebrew> tekened to be rectified through that Noam. <speaking in Hebrew> and how do we finish off that verse? Chavalim <speaking in> nafeluli ba <Hebrew> parcels that fall into me in the most pleasant places, af <speaking> nachalat in <Hebrew> my inheritance is very lovely, is lovely indeed. What's nachalat? In <Hebrew> inheritance? Zebchanat <speaking> in <Hebrew> ya- this represents Ya'akov, we're going to see in the word, in the verse, in Dvarim, chapter 32. Bechinat Yaakov, cheven achalato, as it says in the verse. Yaakov, cheven achalato, Yaakov, is the parcel of his inheritance. Bechinat saka meaning Yaakov represents tzedakah, as we said above. Shafra, uh, what does it mean, is lovely? Shafra is beautiful. Yosef. This represents Yosef. So we see that with Yosef, it says in Bereshit chapter 39, that Yosef was beautiful in appearance. And this language of beautiful in appearance is also they have to our this imagery of beauty that is said with regard to David. Page ninety-three B. Ishtar, a man of appearance, shemar epanim halacha, is one who displays the faces of halacha, of Jewish law. This represents mentalities we're talking about. What is a man of appearance? It's one who's able to display and to share the mentalities. This pleasant above, that what is true norm? It's the Talmidim of Eret Yisrael who are pleasant to each other in Halakha. That's the norm we're talking about. A man of appearance is this noam, this person who's able to display the faces of Halakha in a pleasant manner. So, through these two aspects of Yaakov, the Tztaka and Yosef, this pleasantness in Halakha, this Noam, which, which are represented by those two words in those, that verse in Tayyidim in chapter 16, which represents inheritance, which is Yaakov, and Shafarah, which is that beauty, which is Yosef. When you combine those two together, you get this holadad, this birthing. Once those neshavot are born, when the revelation of Ka'vod is brought into the world, what happened? All those damagers, the mochin <laughs> of chutz l'achet, fall under the dominion of the mochi'in <laughs> of Eret Yisrael. And this is what it says, Yaakov, um, the parcel of his inheritance, or the rope of his inheritance, <laughs> When it says this represents the khuvlim, the damages, which are rectified through Yaakov. The only way to rectify these damages is through charity. The charity of the land of Israel. That it's through that birthing, once that charity is given, that the birthing occurs and then that birthing creates this rectification to these damages. Which are these mentalities of the outside land of Israel. Which are the mentalities of the diaspora. And Rabenu repeats this tremendously so many times. But there's obviously Rabinatan says in the introduction, which we read together at the beginning of our Seder, that every time Rabenu repeats, know that we have to treat it very seriously because every word, every letter, when Rabenu is saying this, is very intentional. Especially to teach us the point that what he's teaching us is so important. And this is the aspect of birth pains which comes from the pains of birth the birth pains which represents those damages which are rectified through the birth itself also that too is lovely which is amazing Google campaign was saying that the birth in itself is lovely what is Shafir represents the amniotic sac is the placenta this represents the birth in itself, it's lovely, it's it's beautiful, literally coming from the word shafia, which is that uh, organ. And because those mentalities of the diaspora, which are the, the damagers, they assault each other in Halakhat, we said above, because they are not able to equate their minds together, they're not able to agree on a matter, they fall under the mentalities of the land of Israel, which represent this pleasantness, in order to be rectified by that unity over there. Therefore, there are times, Rabbanu says, when the blemish in Kavod has been blemished so much, as in, um, that they cannot be rectified. On the contrary, Rabenu says, they cause a blemish also in the mentalities of the land of Israel. And it happens that even the mentalities in Israel, the Alachan Eretz is completely blemished and actually what? They're not able to agree on a matter. Because they've been blemished through the mentalities, the blemished mentalities of the diaspora, which have fallen into them now and influenced them for the negative. And now it makes sense what Rabbanu told us at the beginning that there's also strife in the land of Israel. Which Rabbanu said it makes sense that it should only be strife outside the land of Israel but not in the land Israel. But Rabbanu is explaining how it can be that whenever we blemish the kavod of Hashem so badly that to the point where even the mochin of Chutz can have an influence on the mochin of Eretz Yisrael for negative. For negativity. The sum of the matter is what? Now pay attention, because Rabban was teaching us the main point. All the creations and all the birthing in this world, everything that is created in this world, it's all for the sake of the revelation of God's glory. The essence of bringing something into birth, into existence, through charity that through this journey you create a vessel to receive from the supernal pleasantness and now that supernal pleasantness which flows is able to give that birthing and now the Kabbalah of Hashem is revealed and great in the world and if you take the word which means donation and it is felt beautifully because Rabanu brought above the verse this idea of me uh, et as Hashem says in Shemot uh, chapter twenty five that from every person the way his heart is benevolent that he shall give that he shall take my donation teruma the donation representing charity so if you take the word Terumah Terumah this word teruma is actually the last letters of this verse and it's in Te'lim, chapter twenty-seven. Look at this chidush Chabad was teaching us. The last letters of this verse in Tehilim, <laughs> to gaze upon the pleasantness of God and to visit His chamber. Take the last letters. You have, noam, you have mem, Hashem, you have yud kevavke, which is so. It's the hey. You have so tav, not hey. You have and behecharo is davav. You have the word teruma. Look how awesome that is the Khidush. And the verse is so beautiful. Look how precise it is. He because this teruma, this donation, hanu tztaqah, this charity, sheini inni which is the generosity of the heart, me et kol ish asheri venu libo, we just brought it from the verse. That from every man whose heart is generous, he shall take my donation. Al yada, it's through that donation, through that taka. Now I say clearly that you create a vessel to receive from the pleasantness of Hashem as it says in the verse to gaze upon the pleasantness of Hashem and once you have the pleasantness of Hashem flowing now there's a revelation of God's glory which is what is brought down in the verse in that verse that that in His chamber everyone screams glory (laughs) Meaning, what It's the glory with which is associated, that saying with which God created the world. Meaning everything is created through glory. So it's through that tzedakah that you're able to have access to that noma which is revealing that glory, which is that glory for the sake of the creation of the world. And it's in that chamber that that glory is present. Because you cannot really attain that glory unless you're the chamber of the king. But Rabbi was teaching us how to enter that chamber of the king through tzedakah. And this beautifully explained why this verse to gaze upon the pleasantness of Hashem and to visit in His chamber. So, the last letters of this verse is Terumah donation because it's all created through Tzedakah. It all starts starts through charity. And this represents the song This represents the song. As it's brought down, Bet, chapter 23. The pleasant songs of Israel. So we see that song that is associated with Neimut, with pleasantness. That pleasantness that we see in the Chamber of Hashem. And did not reveal more on this matter. And look at this line, underline it, because this is the key. Happy is he who merits to feel the pleasantness of the Torah, to taste the pleasantness of the Torah. For there indeed is pleasantness in the Torah. And this is the essential thing. To merit to feel that pleasantness that exists in the Torah. Rabbi is saying you have to fight for it, yet, but... It's there. You have to tap into it, but it's there. It's pathways, are pathways of pleasantness, and all, sorry, her, her ways, are ways of pleasantness, and all her pathways, are shalom, or peace. It seems to me. We merit it to finish this lesson. It's very, very special. May we merit to apply it in the simplest manner that we can. Because the, the advice here is tremendous. And it's very deep. It could go very, very far. But uh, the main thing is a simple advice. And for us to tap into that pleasantness in the Torah, Hashem, may we merit to truly taste it. And it starts through hard work, but it ends up becoming sweet when you're really devoted and when we really have ebuna. May, uh, may we merit to taste that true sweetness of the Torah.